Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. It is a cold, wet, dreary day out here. And man, I just felt like it was going to snow last night. I thought for sure it was going to be that way. But uh, no, it's not quite cold enough to snow. But it is definitely cold and wet and rainy and miserable outside. Um, Not too far off from what the Chinese are experiencing over there in their corporate debt market. I'm going to leave a couple of articles for you down there in the description. And yeah, it looks like they have record bond defaults taking place right now. Record offshore bond defaults. Now, you got to think about this. This is corporations within the Chinese country who are selling their debt, borrowing money, basically, and they're doing it in U.S. dollars. This is something that we have talked about many times in the past and how I said that there is going to be a huge demand for dollars at some point in the future, that it's going to be overwhelming how big of a demand for there is for dollars. Think about Evergrande and the things that are taking place in China right now with their corporate debt and imagine that on a huge scale. Everybody around the world scrambling to try and find dollars to pay off their pay off their debts or to make you know their their creditors whole again. It's not going to happen. There's no way in the world. So not everybody is going to get what they were promised, even though they feel that they were promised and that they're going to get it. It's a third party claim. Go knock on their door and ask them for the money when they don't give it to you. I mean, if you don't hold it, you don't own it, right? So this is the situation that's taking place over there. And if you go and you listen to what the government is doing, the Chinese government, they know that if they let real estate prices just crumble, like if they just let the market completely crash, that's more than like 25% of their their economy is in real estate. And that would drag the entire economy down if they were just to let, you know, real estate just crash. So they're not going to do that. They're going to let some of these property developers, the ones who are over indebted, the ones who have gone into irrational exuberance and taken out way more debt than they would ever possibly be able to pay back and putting it towards projects that have no way of profiting. I mean, this is like zombie corporations that are basically being killed off. That's what the Chinese government did. They let the interest rates rise. They started tightening up their monetary policies. They started cutting off the flow of credit. And when that started to happen, everything started to come undone. Now, they knew. They knew that they were going to do this. They did it on purpose. And, I mean, the whole point of it was is so that the property prices would not go up or not continue to go up exponentially like they were rising, like they were. I mean, I was reading articles about how if you were going to own a home in China, you have to put a down payment and start making payments on a house that doesn't even exist. Like they haven't even built it yet, but you that's how early you have to start buying, buying a house if you intend on living in one. I mean, that's what like a lot of people do over there. So you can imagine that if you signed a deal with like a contractor to build a house and he was just like, okay, start making payments on this thing, we'll build it in five years, and then he goes out of business. Now what? Now what are you going to do? I mean, go get part of your money back, some of your money. I mean, the thing doesn't even exist, so you can't even go after an asset. You know, it's just like you just have to take what you get off of it. It's kind of crazy to think that that would happen. But 
we have to keep an eye on this stuff because I feel that what has taken place in China is eventually going to start finding its way into the rest of the rest of the economies around the world, including the United States. And you can already see it starting to take place. Like, you know, just go and look at the timelines from China. They were the first ones to get COVID. They locked down first. They were the first ones to start opening up. I mean, they were the first ones to start stimulating their economy. They opened back up. They were the ones who started having high inflation. They were the ones who started tightening up their monetary policy. They started doing all this stuff first, long before anybody else did. But everybody is following in line right behind them. So as China has gone through their monetary tightening, and starting to reel in some of the irrational exuberance causing these corporations to pretty much go under because they can't afford the debts or higher debts or not being able to roll their old debts into new debts. Once that has taken place, then the Chinese government was like, okay, so now the irrational exuberance that these guys were going into running property prices up has pretty much been controlled. I mean, like stopped or governed down. I don't you know, I'm not sure exactly how to say it. But ultimately, they dealt with the problem of the prices going back up. Now, they're going to try and deal with the prices falling too much. So if you go and you read some of the articles that are they're talking about now over in China, they're looking to start stimulating again, right? As the rest of the nations around the world, all the rest of the economies are going into quantitative tightenings where they're going to actually like, or at least taperings. I mean, here in the United States, it's more about backing off on quantitative easing. But it's not like they've gone into any kind of monetary tightening cycle yet. Not like China went through for the last, you know, year and a half or whatever it was. And it did exactly what we said it was going to do. It, you know, I said, once they start tightening up this monetary policy, you're going to find over-indebted corporations who are essentially zombie corporations suffering. And that's what took place. I mean, Evergrande was one of those corporations. And, you know, you think, like, if it was to get worse, like, if China didn't, ease up on that money tightening like if they didn't go back into monetary easing again and they just kept that tight constraint on on monetary policy basically allowing the interest rates to continue to go up it makes me wonder like how much contagion would that have set throughout the rest of the world like how many assets does Evergrande have that they would have to start selling off in order to pay their debt holders I mean this is the situation they're going in right now think about like what if there was 50 Evergrands out there doing the exact same thing and what if their assets wasn't exactly like chinese based what if it was like american based what if they were buying american real estate and american stuff you know and they had to start selling that that off all those assets well you can imagine that here in the united states all of a sudden you know you got a problem over in china and they're selling off assets here in the united states well you think about like all the foreign property buyers that was being reported on from like 2016, 17, 18. Well, who knows who those guys are and what kind of situation their balance sheets are in? What if they, what if they're in an Evergrande situation where all of a sudden their assets don't even come close to their liabilities and they start dumping their assets? That's the things we have to watch for. So looking over in China, as they go back into their monetary easing, I think they've probably like at least turned off the pressure of like, how much worse is it going to get? Like, if they weren't, if they didn't do the monetary easing stuff, I would be very concerned that China's economy would just completely crash into the ground. Like, they would just, there would be nothing left for them because everything there is based on property. Like, everything is based on their property. And how much that adds, adds to their wealth and just everything. So, like, if their property prices and their property, like, industry like the real estate industry and everything started to crumble 
I believe it would take that entire nation down completely with it. There's like, that's the only thing they really have going is that exponential, you know, flow of debt into property. And we're going to see something very similar here. I mean, we're already experiencing it. I mean, I think about like the house that I had to buy and I tell people like how much I paid for it and you know what my payments are and they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah, it's a lot, but have you gone and checked out rent around here? Like renting a one bedroom apartment is like half of half the price of buying a big old home. So yeah, things are definitely like obscured, you know, to say the least. And the only way to really fix that is to reel in that irrational exuberance by allowing the interest rates to rise. So that's what probably what we're going to see here in the United States as the quantitative easing comes to an end and then they actually raise the interest rates. They're not going to raise them very much and they won't have to raise them very much in order to stop the flow of credit going into these asset prices. It, it won't take very much. And if they push it, they can actually make them go back down, you know, just pretty much killing the real estate market. All right, I babbled on long enough. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.